something plaguing our world today, it is time for discernment. So here we are, and we are Issachar. It is time for some discernment. To understand the times that we live in, we truly must explore the past. Personally, I feel every generation, there are certain people within societies that help discern the times that surround them. What is discernment? The ability to judge well. Now, if you are honest with yourself, you can see not only our country, but the whole world is suffering from a thing that we call lack of discernment. And this truly is the inspiration behind We Are Issachar. Let's understand just a little bit more about Issachar. Issachar is the fifth son of Jacob and Leah, the sinless child of hire for mandrakes. He appeals for simplicity to give context to our podcast, We Are Issachar. We must travel back in time to before Issachar. This so we can identify some of the parallels within the story timeline that we will discover and uncover during each and every episode of We Are Issachar. I want to take you back in time now and discover how Issachar's parents met. Jacob, for the first time, meeting Rachel and marrying Leah. Genesis chapter 29 verses 1 through 31. Then Jacob went on his journey and came into the land of the people of the east. And he looked, and behold, a well in the field, and lo, there were three flocks of sheep lying by it. For out of that well they watered the flocks, and a great stone was upon the well's mouth. And thither were all the flocks gathered, and they rolled the stone from the well's mouth, and watered the sheep, and put the stone again upon the well's mouth in his place. And Jacob said unto them, My brethren, whence be ye? And they said, Of Haran are we. And he said unto them, Know ye Laban the son of Nahor? And they said, We know him. And he said unto them, Is he well? And they said, He is well, and behold, Rachel, his daughter, cometh with the sheep. And he said, Lo, it is yet high day, neither is it time that the cattle should be gathered together. 
water ye the sheep, and go and feed them. And they said, We cannot, until all the flocks be gathered together, until they roll the stone from the well's mouth, then we water the sheep. And while he yet spake with them, Rachel came with her father's sheep, for she kept them. And it came to pass, when Jacob saw Rachel, the daughter of Laban, his mother's brother, and the sheep of Laban, his mother's brother, that Jacob went near and rolled the stone from the well's mouth and watered the flock of Laban, his mother's brother. And Jacob kissed Rachel and lifted up his voice and wept. And Jacob told Rachel that he was her father's brother and that he was Rebekah's son. And she ran and told her father. And it came to pass when Laban heard the tidings of Jacob, his sister's son, that he ran to meet him and embraced him and kissed him and brought him to his house and told and he told Laban all these things. And Laban said to him, Surely thou art my bone and my flesh. And he abode with him the space of a month. And Laban said unto Jacob, Because thou art my brother, shouldest thou therefore serve me for naught? Tell me what shall thy wages be? And Laban had two daughters. The name of the elder was Leah, and the name of the younger was Rachel. Leah was tender-eyed, but Rachel was beautiful and well-favored. And Jacob loved Rachel and said, I will serve thee seven years for Rachel, thy younger daughter. And Laban said, It is better that I give her to thee than that I should give her to another man. Abide with me. And Jacob served seven years for Rachel, and they seemed unto him but a few days for the love he had to her. And Jacob said unto Laban, Give me my wife, for my days are fulfilled, that I may go in unto her. And Laban gathered together all the men of the place and made a feast. And it came to pass in the evening that he took Leah his daughter and brought her to him, and he went in unto her. And Laban gave unto his daughter Leah, Zilpah is made for a handmaid. And it came to pass that in the morning, behold, it was Leah, and he said to Laban, What is this thou hast done unto me? Did not I serve with thee for Rachel? Wherefore then hast thou beguiled me? And Laban said, It must not be so done in our country to give the younger before the firstborn. Fulfill her week, and we will give thee this also for the service which thou shalt serve with me yet seven other years. And Jacob did so, and fulfilled her week, and he gave him Rachel his daughter to wife also. And Laban gave to Rachel his daughter, Billa his handmaid, to be her maid. And he went in also unto Rachel, and he loved also Rachel more than Leah, and served with him yet seven other years. And when the Lord saw that Leah was hated, he opened her womb, but Rachel was barren. I think it's very important to start off with understanding names. In the ancient Hebrew, names really meant something. You see, in the ancient Hebrew culture, 
naming a child was a very important decision. According to Daily Life and Customs in Bible Times by Merrill T. Gilbertson, giving the child's name, the parents were very careful in the selection of a name. For their child, each name was to be an expression indicating something connected with the child's birth or the hopes, ideals, and ambitions of its parents. Jewish girls were often named after something beautiful or virtuous. Rachel meant lamb, Salome meant peace, and Dorca meant gazelle. Boys' names often had something to do with God. Daniel, God is my judge. Obadiah, servant of Jehovah. Ezekiel, God will strengthen. Often, the son added his father's name after his own to indicate the family he came from. Jesus referred to Peter as Simon bar Jonah, which meant Simon, son of Jonah, since the word bar meant son of in Aramaic. Now that we understand how the ancient Hebrew named their children, Issachar's name in Hebrew means man of reward, or hired man, or reward or wages. Always keep in mind the meaning behind Iskar's name as we go forward through each and every episode of this podcast, We Are Issachar. Issachar was the ninth son of Jacob and the fifth son of Leah. Genesis chapter 30, verses 14 through 18. And Reuben went in the days of wheat harvest and found mandrakes in the field and brought them unto his mother Leah. Then Rachel said to Leah, Give me, I pray thee, of thy son's mandrakes. And she said unto her, Is it a small matter that thou hast taken my husband? And wouldest thou take away my son's mandrakes also? And Rachel said, Therefore he shall lie with thee tonight for thy son's mandrakes. And Jacob came out of the field in the evening, and Leah went out to meet him, and said, Thou must come in unto me, for surely I have hired thee with my son's mandrakes. And he lay with her that night. And God hearkened unto Leah, and she conceived, and bare Jacob the fifth son. And Leah said, God hath given me my hire, because I have given my maiden to my husband. And she called his name Issachar. In upcoming episodes, we will dive deeper into a lot of the subject matter that we are covering here today. There are many parallels and many meanings 
behind much of this content that we want to dive deeper into in some of the upcoming episodes. Now that we know who Issachar is, who Issachar's parents were, how Issachar came about, I want to dive into the testimony of Issachar. This will help us understand the meaning behind we are Issachar. We will be reading the Testament of Issachar from the Forgotten Books of Eden, Lost Books of the Old Testament. The Testament of Issachar, the fifth son of Jacob and Leah. Issachar, the fifth son of Jacob and Leah, the sinless child of hire for mandrakes. He appeals for simplicity. Chapter 1 The copy of the words of Issachar, for he called his sons and said to them, Hearken, my children, to Issachar your father. Give ear to the words of him who is beloved of the Lord. I was born the fifth son to Jacob by way of hire for the mandrakes. For Reuben, my brother, brought in mandrakes from the field, and Rachel met him and took them. And Reuben wept, and at his voice Leah, my mother, came forth. Now these mandrakes were sweet-smelling apples, which were produced in the land of Haran, below a ravine of water. And Rachel said, I will not give them to thee, but they shall be to me instead of children. For the Lord hath despised me, and I have not borne children to Jacob. Now there were two apples, and Leah said to Rachel, Let it suffice thee that thou hast taken my husband. Wilt thou take these also? And Rachel said to her, Thou shalt have Jacob this night, for the mandrakes of thy son. And Leah said to her, Jacob is mine, for I am the wife of his youth. But Rachel said, Boast not, and vaunt not thyself, for he espoused me before thee, and for my sake he served our father fourteen years, and had not craft increased on the earth, and the wickedness of men prospered. Thou wouldst not now see the face of Jacob, for thou art not his wife, but in craft were taken to him in my stead. And my father deceived me and removed me on that night and did not suffer Jacob to see me. For had I been there, this had not happened to me. Nevertheless, for the mandrakes, I am hiring Jacob to thee for one night. 
And Jacob knew Leah, and she conceived and bare me. And on account of the hire, I was called Issachar. Then appeared to Jacob an angel of the Lord, saying, Two children shall Rachel bear, inasmuch as she hath refused company with her husband, and hath chosen continency. And had not Leah, my mother, paid the two apples for the sake of his company, she would have borne eight sons for this reason. She bare six, and Rachel bare the two, for on account of the mandrakes the Lord visited her. For he knew that for the sake of children she wished to company with Jacob, and not for lust of pleasure. For on the morrow also she again gave up Jacob, because of the mandrakes, therefore the Lord hearkened to Rachel. For though she desired them, she eat them not, but offered them in the house of the Lord, presenting them to the priest of the Most High, who was at that time when therefore I grew up, my children, I walked in uprightness of heart, and I became a husbandman for my father and my brethren, and I brought in fruits from the field according to their season. And my father blessed me, for he saw that I walked in rectitude before him, and I was not a busybody in my doom nor envious and malicious against my neighbor. I never slandered anyone, nor did I censor the life of any man. Walking as I did in singleness of eye, therefore, when I was 35 years old, I took to myself a wife, for my labor wore away my strength, and I never thought upon pleasure with women. But owing to my toil, sleep overcame me, and my father always rejoiced in my rectitude, because I offered through the priest to the Lord all first fruits. Then to my father also, and the Lord increased ten thousandfold his benefits to my hands. And also Jacob, my father, knew that God aided my singleness. For on all the poor and oppressed, I bestowed the good things of the earth in the singleness of my heart. And now hearken to me, my children, and walk in singleness of your heart. For I have seen in it all that is well-pleasing to the Lord. The single-minded man coveteth not gold, he overreacheth not his neighbor, he longeth not after manifold dainties, he delighteth not in varied apparel, he doth not desire to live a long life, but only waiteth for the will of God, 
and the spirits of deceit have no power against him. For he looketh not on the beauty of women, lest he should pollute his mind with corruption. There is no envy in his thoughts. No malicious person maketh his soul to pine away, nor worry with unstyable desire in his mind. For he walketh in singleness of soul, and beholdeth all things in uprightness of heart, shunning eyes made evil through the error of the world. Least he should see the perversions of any of the commandments of the Lord. Keep therefore, my children, the laws of God, and get singleness, and walk in gildedness, not playing the busy body with the business of your neighbor. But love the Lord and your neighbor. Have compassion on the poor and weak. Bow down your back unto husbandry and toil in labors in all manners of husbandry, offering gifts to the Lord with thanksgiving. For with the first fruits of the earth will the Lord bless you, even as he blessed all the saints from Abel even until now. For no other portion is given to you than of the fatness of the earth, whose fruits are raised by toil. For our father Jacob blessed me with blessings of the earth and of first fruits. And Levi and Judea were glorified by the Lord, even among the sons of Jacob. For the Lord gave them an inheritance, and to Levi he gave the priesthood, and to Judah the kingdom. And do ye therefore obey them, and walk in the singleness of your father? For unto God hath it been given to destroy the troops that are coming upon Israel? Testament of Issachar, Chapter 2 Know ye therefore, my children, that in the last times your sons will forsake singleness, and will cleave unto insatiable desire, and leaving guilelessness will draw near to malice, and forsaking the commandments of the Lord, they will cleave unto Satan, and leaving husbandry, they will follow after their own wicked devices and they shall be dispersed among the Gentiles, and shall serve their enemies. And do you therefore give these commands to your children, that if they sin, they may the more quickly return to the Lord, for he is merciful, and will deliver them even to bring them back into their land. Behold therefore, as ye see, I am a hundred and twenty-six years old, and am not conscious of committing any sin. Except my wife, I have not known any woman. 
I never committed fornication by the uplifting of my eyes. I drank not wine to be led astray thereby. I coveted not any desirable thing that was my neighbor's. Guile arose not in my heart. A lie passed not through my lips. If any man were in distress, I joined my sighs with his, and I shared my bread with the poor. I brought godliness all my days I kept true. I love the Lord, likewise also every man with all my heart. So do you also these things, my children, and every spirit of Satan shall flee from you, and no deed of wicked men shall rule over you. And every wild beast shall you ye subdue, since you have with you the God of heaven and earth, and walk with men in singleness of heart. And having said these things, he commanded his sons that they should carry him up to Hebron and bury him there in the cave with his fathers. And he stretched out his feet and died at a good old age, with every limb sound and with strength unabated. He slept the eternal sleep. I hope this gives you a better understanding of who Issachar is. As we dive deeper into the podcast and the episodes grow, you will understand more and more about Issachar. In our next episode, we're going to dive into Issachar's sons. We'll also discuss the blessings from Jacob. We'll also discover more about the tribes of Israel. In the next few episodes, we'll familiarize ourselves more with Israel, the tribes, and a little more specifically about Issachar. We've got a lot to share with you on the upcoming episodes of the podcast, so make sure you share, like, and subscribe to the podcast. And as always, We are always interested in any comments that you might have. Make sure that you subscribe so you can catch the next episode of We Are Issachar.